You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hey, hey. Today's podcast episode is a fun, energetic, vibrant guest um, who is talking to us about something really, really cool. And I'm I'm just like excited to share her and her story and her and her work that she does in this world. Um, if you've been following the podcast for the last few months, especially, you've definitely seen a shift in my business and the model and just how I'm showing up for you. And it's just interesting, the people that we meet along our journey and the stories that we get to share and the experiences and and just seeing how it all is evolving and coming together into this beautiful masterpiece of community and work that we're all doing in this world to make an impact. Ugh, it like gives me chills and I can't even explain it. It's like I had a conversation with a really good friend who I used to um, kind of work side by side with for so long. And then lots of things happened. There was just like... Um, just a big thing that had happened in that situation that kind of pulled us apart from each other for a while. And we finally got to connect again. And oh my gosh, it was just like a heart to heart. We're both like forging through the fire or we've been forging and we're coming out the other side now and just seeing how beautiful life is when you listen to yourself and to your soul and and step into that purpose that you were supposed to be here for. And today's guest, Alessandra, is actually talking a lot about this. And instead of listening to your brain or following the shoulds of life, you know, the things that you should be doing or you see other people having success with. So, hey, like that's probably what I should go follow and, and do also. And instead, really anchoring into yourself and learning how to be in this world, live life fully and be who you're supposed to be without all the shoulds, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. She's incredible. Like I seriously felt an energy from her that I hope you guys feel too. And what's really cool, and you'll hear us talk about this a little bit, is like we grew up in uh, very close cities. Like she grew up maybe like 20 minutes away from me and uh, we just recently met. So Alessandra Caprice is an energetic business mastery coach who has founded a unique combination of business strategy and breathwork in her money breathwork method. She's a former private practice psychotherapist who, after three years as an online business strategist for mentors, coaches, change makers, and healers, realized there was something missing from the business growth and development sector. She believes that in order to advance in business and to actually sustain big money months, own their bigness and make more money, women need to heal their limiting beliefs, money traumas, and take off their what she calls armors of smallness, while simultaneously expanding into what is possible. She's paving the way for the use of breathwork as a business expansion tool, being one of the first to do so, focusing on money, visibility, marketing, and sales, 
and when using her methods, her clients experience exponential results. Get ready, listen in, grab a notepad, and let's go meet Alessandra. I promise you're going to love this episode. All right, Alessandra, we're here. Yay, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you. I'm glad we connected on social media. I have a love-hate relationship, but I, I hear you. <laughs> I know that it connects us to people that we would not have normally met or known. Although before we recorded, we found out that we grew up like really close by each other. It's incredible. I know. So it's fun. so fun. So cowgirls here in the house and recording on a rainy day, at least for me, which is not normal for California. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so great to meet you and, and have you on the show. And I love what we're going to talk about. Um, I've, I've had so many conversations lately about kind of like living a life, running a business that doesn't really excite you or light you yeah. up, but you're doing it because you think you're supposed to and sure. like, well, that's how so-and-so's doing it. And I'm yep. really like getting louder and louder about that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. And you will either burn out or crumble or get trampled on. And we don't want that. So no. we're going to talk about that expansion and really how to step into your business. But why, like, why that? Why, how did you get started here? Yeah, well, my background is I actually was a therapist. Oh. So I have my master's in social work. I got my degree. I always knew, well, I always knew, quote unquote, right? Um, I thought I always knew mm -hmm. I wanted a private practice. Um, mm -hmm. It was before we had kids. We now have three kids and I am pregnant with our fourth, due very soon. Um, so we, I always knew I wanted to have a family. My husband and I wanted to have a family. And so I saw private practice as the best way for that. Oh, I, I could have a, a flexible schedule. I could do that. Right. And, um, so right out, out of, uh, grad school, I went to a, a, just like a normal job, um, you know, in an agency and doing therapy and all that kind of stuff. And about a year into it, I, decided to take a leap and go into private practice with a, a beautiful group practice that was perfect and it was amazing. And, and after about four months, um, which is pretty unheard of, um, but I grew my private practice to being fully booked. And so I, I, I reached my goal, right? Like, it's like, here I am. Right. And so for the next year or so, um, I was living in that. I was basking in that. I mean, this was you know, seven years ago or eight years ago at this point, maybe now. Um, and, you know, we started talking about wanting to have a family and, and I was working a lot, right? Like I pretty much created a job for myself, yeah. right? Like I was, you know, I had every private practice therapy therapist's dream, people paying out of pocket and all oh, the, my full fee. And I was fully booked and referrals coming everywhere. And I remember coming home after a day, a full day, like I think I had like eight clients or something that day, yeah. or maybe like six, six to eight, somewhere around there was a lot. And I came home and I was exhausted. And, you know, and I also loved my practice because my practice was very different. Like I, I had very different clients hour to hour to hour to hour. So I actually had created a really awesome practice. And my husband, you know, I, I came home and he was at home. And I said, oh my gosh, like I am so tired. Like I, not that I was just tired, but it was just like, 
you talked about like that kind of misalignment, right? Like, oh, this is what I should be doing because I got my master's and blah, 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 and all the things. And he, I said, I, I honestly like, is this it? Is this like, cause I built it so fast. Right. Is this, is this where I'm going to, is this like what I'm going to do for the next 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever we were in our, you know, mid 20, late twenties at the time, like, oh my gosh, am I going to be here? And I just, I'm like, I just can't see it. Like that just feels wild to me that that this is like, I'm here and I'm going to do this same thing forever, (laughs) you know? And like I said, I had this like really awesome practice. Like I had a four-year-old and then I had a 50-year-old, then a 20-year-old, then a 14-year-old. I like had this like awesome, like dynamic practice, right? Like I really loved it. I loved it. Um, but it just wasn't like in that alignment, right? And so we he had a conversation. He said, What would you do if you could do anything? I said, I would travel the world because we were planning our year anniversary trip at the time from being married. And we're going to Iceland. And I said, it's incredible. If you haven't been to Iceland, go to Iceland. It's definitely on the top of the list. It is like the most magical place in the, on earth. I swear. Um, we've been twice now. <laughs> so, like um, secret, right. Like people want to keep it secret. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, that's what I read about it. It's, oh my gosh. It's just, it's a magical, magical land. They actually believe in like fairies and, and like magical beings. And like, it's like a culture thing there, which is actually really fun. I know we're like, we fit right in here. Like this is so great. Um, So great. Anyways, we were planning that trip and I was having so much fun and I had the map out and I'm like, I would travel. Cause I actually, when I met my husband, I had been traveling, um, uh, in Southeast Asia. Um, and I met him when I came home, we actually went to high school together. We weren't dating since high school, but we knew each other. We reconnected anyways. Um, and so he's like, well, let's do it then. Mm -hmm. And so over the course of the next six months, closed down my practice, actually got pregnant with our first, we decided that we were going to move up to Washington, um, where they had a family home and we were going to travel. So we actually traveled. That was the second time we went to Iceland was after that. Well, no. Yeah. Cause it must've been, it must've taken a little bit longer. Cause we went to Iceland twice within, I guess, within a year, but so over the course of, we traveled, we started having kids, um, over the course, I, I brought myself online. Right. So I became a life coach and because that's what I should do. Oh, I have my therapist. I should do be a life coach. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> right. It made sense. And it was, it was easy. Right. So I built my, built my business as a life coach and then transitioned into business coaching because, um, I was raised by an entrepreneur. Um, I love talking business. Like I, I had done all the strategies to grow my life coaching. And that's just like the, the type of people I love to work with. And I feel like at that point, um, I brought my husband home from work. So I was the sole earner. And at that point I started entering into what you were just talking about of the shoulds. Right. And, and this is why I love, I'll I'll get to why I love what I'm doing now so much, but, um, I started, you know, launching the programs that I should do, you know, doing masterminds this way, courses, automation. I do love automation. Don't get me wrong, but like all these things, right. And I had some great success. I, you know, got to six figures. We were good. We actually moved from Washington back down to California. We ended up going back to Washington and now we're (laughs) (laughs) 
we have quite the quite the hilarious moving story. But we moved back, back down to California and I built this business and it was successful, right? And all of a sudden it started crumbling. It felt like all of a sudden. And it was, I, you know, we're, we'll talk about this too. I have, I have armor, I've, I've developed the armors of smallness, which are our limiting beliefs and my armor of smallness. Um, well, that coupled with all the healing I needed to do, my armor, armor of smallness that keeps coming up today is my fear of success. Yeah. And so when I get successful, my ner- nervous system is like unsafe, unsafe, unsafe. Don't go there. Stay small, stay small, stay small, right? And then also there was just so much healing that I needed to do as I was entering into success. Now, it was success out of alignment, let's be really clear, right? Because as I am now, as I grow and grow and grow, I'm able to do this work and it's much easier (laughs) because I'm not in any shoulds, like so far away from the shoulds, it's hilarious, right? And so I built my business up, I kind of let it crumble a little bit, started building it up again. And then about two years ago, a little less than two years ago, I found breath work. And what what, what had been happening before that is I had had success again. Like I built my business back up again. And it's not that it was out of alignment or anything bad. I was still doing business strategy, like solely. And so I was still doing the things that I should be doing, but I was having fun. We, we ended up full-time traveling at that time. And, and, but I always felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. Right. And you were talking about this, like, like, I'm sure a lot of your listeners feel like something is missing. Even if you have the business and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is so great. And you, but you have that feeling like, Ooh, something's not quite right. Something's missing. I'm not in alignment. Some, someone, you might not even know what alignment is for you. Like I, that's a buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. It's a buzzword. Oh, I'm not in alignment or whatever. But like, if something feels off or something's like not quite right, that's how I was feeling. Right. I was like, I have all this success. I love my clients. I'm doing these things and I get good ideas, all these things. Right. And I just felt like something was missing. Like I felt, I was also looking at the industry and I felt like there was a a disconnect between, you know, the mindset work and the deep work and the business strategy. And because I loved them both, obviously as a therapist, I did so much mindset work with my clients as well as the business strategy stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I came into breath work. I had been receiving this like message like breath works, Breathwork's going to heal you. And I'm like, I don't know what I need to be healed from yet. I'm not aware of that yet, but okay. Which is, was a lot. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> sometimes we're not aware of all the healing we need to do until we're in it. <laughs> right. Oh, we don't, we know, but we don't want to know. Right. Oh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. In there. Right. Exactly. And so I was like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. And I had my first experience was incredible that like literally that day I signed up to be a sort of uh, a facilitator because I said, I believe this is what's missing. Mm -hmm. It's what's missing from my own growth as a person, Mm -hmm. as a human, as a woman, as a mom, as a wife. Um, and also in my business, right? Like, and that was actually the first, that first experience I downloaded 
money breathwork. Like I was like, money breathwork is going to be a thing. And I was like, what's that? I don't know. I don't know how that's going to come through. I know that I have to do this work, but I wasn't where, I mean, I hadn't done any of my own money healing. I had tried. I journaled a lot about it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but um, so I went on this journey with breathwork. And um, once again, I, you know, like last year or no, the year before when I was getting certified, I was I kind of, I'm a, I'm a coaster. Like I'll get, I'll get by, <laughs> like I'll do enough to get by. This has kind of been my MO cause I've been smart. I've been successful. And so I'm like, I'll just do kind of like what I need to do. And so my business grew and then it fell again. So I, that, that's also one of my money, money trauma stories is the roller coaster of entrepreneurship and my family went bankrupt after being millionaires and all this stuff. Yeah. So my, my story is entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. So I was totally going that route. And about a year ago now, I, and, and, and that's for any of the listeners, like that's not, doesn't have to be the case, right? That was my, my stuff that needed healing was my nervous system was used to the roller coaster. Like it was, that was where it was safe. It needs to be up. It needs to be down. I need to have the dopamine hit of making it. And then I need to have the, Oh my gosh, the stress and the, and the fear. Right. And so about a year ago, I said, you know, when it was down again, you know, it was my, one of my lowest months in a while. And I said, something's once again, something's off. Something needs to change. Like I wasn't using, I, I wasn't going all in on breath work yet. I hadn't really, I, like I said, I did kind of the bare minimum. I breathed once a week, maybe, or I did it every once in a while. I did my thing. I did what I was supposed to be doing. And about February last year, I said, no more, right? Like I am not going to live this roller coaster life anymore. I want this. Like, you know, we were in the constantly, I'm sure if you have entrepreneurs listening, it's like, do I need to get a job? Do I need to get a normal job? Like the, the Google searching. And we're, you know, that was then when, you know, my husband and I decided like, we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) We're not going to live in that fear. And I went in all, all in on breath work and for myself, to like heal this pattern for me, it was money trauma. And of course that brings up so much other stuff. Right. Um, and I knew that money breath work was something that I needed to bring to the world. And so I needed to do my own work first. And so that's been my journey over the last year. Obviously things have come through that. I thought money breath work was just about money and it's really about money and sales and the armors of smallness and limiting beliefs and stepping into your bigness. Like it became, became a lot bigger as I did this work deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, but it has, it has shown me that I was always right. Meaning all those nudges of being out of alignment, not thinking something wasn't quite right, but like being pulled to the shoulds continuously, continuously it showed me to listen to that Yeah. because now where I am is the most beautiful place. Right. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean I don't have limiting beliefs. That doesn't mean I don't still do my work. That doesn't mean, right. But because I'm, and that doesn't mean there's sometimes when I get freaked out or should I go back and do this type of business strategy program or this or this, right. Like the things that um, were the shoulds before, 
you know, I'm in a place now where I can find safety in my intuition, in my knowing, in my calling that I really believe I'm here. And it, and now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, there was like that sign and that sign and that sign and that sign. Right. (laughs) Right. And so that's my, my job is to like, get you to listen to yourself. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. I just had a conversation with a good friend of mine right before we hopped on and we were talking about that. And like, when you look back, sometimes being in those moments felt awful. They feel hard. They feel icky. They feel like, what the heck is wrong with me? But they are like part of the journey and they are such beautiful pieces of it. And I talk about this a lot too. It's like when you're so stuck on the, on the negativity part of it, you are not open to using it, forging through and coming out on the other side where it is beautiful and peaceful and it's just safe and amazing, like all the things, right. But like you needed that, that piece of the story to make it beautiful and it's going to come up again and again, but you're going to just get better and better at being able to let it, let it help you get to that next level. Right. My husband and I were just talking about this the other day. Like there's so many moments along our journey and, and, and your journey and your listeners journey. It's like where you could have chosen something different. Right. And it's so easy to, to, in hindsight, to be like, well, we should have done that or we should have done this, or I could have chosen this, or mm-hmm. gosh, I wish I had found breath work three years earlier, or I wish I had, you know, one of my, my very common one was, I wish I had started my coaching business while I was a therapist because, you know, and that's one that's replayed. I haven't even thought of, oh my gosh, it's so funny. I haven't even thought about that for a really <laughs> long time, but that was a recurring yeah, um, tape in my head tape. We don't have tapes anymore, but <laughs> that shows my age, right? But, um, recurring, um, story in my head that, and I'm sure you've had those and your oh, listeners yeah. have had those of like, I should have done this, or what if it had done this differently? And we were literally just having this conversation, I don't know, a couple nights ago. And, And we were talking about when we, when we started dating and how I had just come back from Southeast Asia and we, we really quickly moved into the shoulds of what we should do, right? Like he was finishing school. That was right before I started applying to grad schools. I hadn't gone to grad school yet. I would, you know, it was between college and and grad school. And so we quickly moved into the shoulds. And, um, we we literally used those words. Like we just moved right into the shoulds. Right. And we could have easily like continued traveling. Like we could Mm -hmm. have, cause I had just come back. I was like, woo, let's go out there. And he was like, just starting to do things. And he said to me, he's like, yeah, but if we had done that, we wouldn't be right here with Mm -hmm. these children, right. The, the children that we have, the, the people that we are. Right. And so it was just like, well, and then we were talking about how we have those decisions in our present day every day. Right. And so like, that's okay. Like every part of our journey is a teaching moment. Like it got us here. And so I always think like at the end of all my breath works and not every single one, but a lot of them, 
I, I ask you to thank the version of you that brought you here to this moment, yeah. right? Because this is the moment where everything gets to change, right? Like, you know, every step we take, like we get to decide, is this the moment? I, I always want to like solidify moments like, oh, that's the moment. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like, what if we just continue to stretch those? If we like lived our moments every day like that of like, how can I make today the day that changed everything? What decisions would I make? How would I show up with my kids? How would I show up with my partner? How would I show up with my business? How would I write? How would I speak? What programs would I create? What would I do? And if we like let that guide us, it's going to be in alignment because we're not going to be like, oh, I should do all these things, yeah. you know? Uh, so good. I love that story. And it reminds me too, I had a guest on like a while back and we were talking about that. I wish I knew then what I know now. Right. Like, do you, right. like, were you really ready to receive this knowledge or did right. you have to go through some things first? Like, yep. like just be grateful and in the moment and make decisions now. Yeah. Like, you know that now. So, okay, make the decision now. But it's just so interesting, like the way life plays out and we don't know what's coming next necessarily, no. but it's going to be beautiful and amazing and perfect. Right. And I was just, I was just talking about this with someone too, the other day about, you know, making decisions now because we just don't know what's next. Like think about mm -hmm. the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, oh, I was talking about it on another podcast. We were talking about travel and how, you know, if you wait to, to do something like that, something mm -hmm. like a pandemic can hit where travel goes off for two years and, you know, and so yeah. if you're, if you're waiting to make a decision, if you're waiting to take a big leap, if you're waiting to choose yourself, choose you, choose your soul, choose your heart, choose your path, you know, it m might not be available later, <laughs> you know, and yeah. And so if we get to live in that moment, and, and this is why I really love breath work is because it drops you into that space mm -hmm. in such a powerful way where you actually get to see like that life or you get to, you get to feel it. Like, I think I, I had a client the other day who like literally felt like she saw her like higher self and her higher, like, like felt her and could be with her. And she had, she was spoke to her and had this whole conversation with her and like it, how much easier is it going to be able to go out there and be that version of you when you have that literally body experience of experiencing it? Like, you know, what she looks like, how she talks, how she, you know, like what she's doing, you know, like it's, it's just so powerful yeah. and to get out of our, cause our minds, that's what breathwork is so powerful is cause it gets, it gets you out of your mind, which is where all the shoulds live. It's where all the, the, your, your parents live and society lives and where everything lives, where you should do these things. And it needs to be this way. And, oh, you can't quit your job because you don't have this, or you can't start a business because of this, 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 or you're not good enough because of these reasons. Like that's where that all lives. And when we can like de disconnect from that and drop into our souls and allow our souls to speak 
Mm-hmm. Right? They've so- got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? yeah. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about that a little bit more. Like, let's talk about how breath work fits in and helps us with the armors of smallness. Right. So our armors of smallness, first and foremost, are, it's, it's my word for kind of our core limiting beliefs. And we have, and the reason why I call them armors is because they have weight on us. Right. And if you think about armor, I imagine I've never put armor on. <laughs> I imagine you haven't either. <laughs> but <I'm not. laughs> from all the night movies I've watched, it looks really heavy. <laughs> and that's how I imagine are, are these, these core limiting beliefs. And they are the fear of success, the fear of failure, accommodation, which is like people pleasing, fear of outshining, fear of rejection, fear of what other people think, um, not enoughness and imposter syndrome. And so those are our main, and then we have other things like, I call them distractors, like procrastination or overwhelm, um, perfectionism. I I originally had perfectionism in the um, armors of smallness, but I actually feel like it's a distractor for the deeper stuff. (laughs) Um, But so we have these armors and, and some of us have heavier ones, like, like say my fear of success is like my big chest plate. Like it's like really weighing on me. Whereas maybe yours is not enoughness or maybe yours is the fear of failure or, you know, or like I have some not enoughness on my shoulder and then I have, you know, this, you know, the bigger, right. And so that's how I envision it, that we kind of have this weight on us and which is why I call them the armors and, and guess what we get to do. We get to take them off. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, I actually developed this in a, in a private session with one of my private clients. And then it became a program. I have a program called being big. That's all about um, taking off your armors, obviously a lot of healing and then activating and taking big action and putting yourself out there in a really big way. And so during our process with breath work, at least with the armors of smallness, armors, our armors of smallness are one piece, right? I have, I have pretty much three core, um, kind of pieces and or pillars of money breath work. And that's money, money, money stuff like money magnet is my program. Then I have this, this armors of smallness, your beliefs, um, your bigness, and that's being big. And then I have the sales part and that's my program sales alchemy. So those three like really work interconnectedly together. Um, and it's actually not what I set out to create. I was like money, I'm going to help people with their money stories. And then this, these armors came up. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like things, you know, outside of money. I mean, they're all so intertwined, but they became like these own separate entities. Mm -hmm. Right. And so being able to drop in. So breath work being the, I want to say the catalyst. It's like the portal. I call it a portal. A lot of the times the portal into, into the parts of us that have that, um, put on those armors. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, when you were a kid and you were, you know, had an, um, an experience where your armor of not enoughness got put on, right? And then it's grown over the years or it's got, it's became, it's moved from the shoulder to the chest plate. And now it's like, 
You know, I've had, I've had some clients like really feel certain armors like on their throat or like on their feet, like they can't move their feet or their hands. Right. Like, it's just so interesting that, and this is the type of stuff that doesn't come through. when when you're journaling or when you're, you know what I mean? Like this stuff comes through when you're in this deep, deep, state that breathwork brings you to. And so the reason why breathwork is so paramount in overcoming these armors is because when we journal or we try just do, I mean, I'm a therapist. I was trained in the brain and thought work and belief work and, you know, doing all the things to rewire all that. Right. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like we were, we're missing so much when we just hang out in the brain. And you know, it's also something that I'm like, oh, I wish I had breath work when I was a therapist, but um, <laughs> now they can come. Um, but that's okay. It was part of the journey, right? Exactly. Um, breath work allows us to get out of the mind, which is like, oh no, we have understandings of our limiting beliefs. Like I mm-hmm. know I feel like I'm not enough. Like mm-hmm. a lot of my clients have that armor and it's very strong and they don't get visible because they feel like they're not enough or they don't you know, allow in love because they don't feel like they're enough or they don't, don't want to get a client or get paid or whatever that is. Right. I love to, I love to, yes, I am a business, you know, I use, use this for business expansion, but it's actually kind of a really cool thing. If I get you to do breath work with me and money and your business, it, it kind of impacts all the rest of your life. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Well, and that's like a whole other conversation, but I don't feel like it can all be separate. No, you know, it's no. all, we are all of the things and involved in all of the aspects of our life. So yeah, it's going to move into other places. Right. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so awesome. And, yeah. and also here's the really cool thing is when you do this work and what I'm finding is so much of the the stuff that we're carrying doesn't have anything to do with money or growing our business yet it's the exact thing that's blocking you mm-hmm. right like you know I, I'm trying to think of a really good example but I had you know a client um talking about like their relationship with their mom and, and being able to be like loved by their mom and, and that kind of stuff and, and, and have that relationship with her and her feeling like she's enough and all this stuff like that comes up in breath work because which wouldn't normally when you're trying to do your money affirmations in your, your journal, right? That comes up and re and, 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 we realize as, as she's reflecting and oh my gosh, is like that's blocking her from being able to receive, right? And the art of like receiving, that's money, that's clients, that's ideas, that's action steps, that's, yeah. you know, those kinds of things. And that has nothing to do with money. The relationship didn't have anything to do with money. It didn't have anything to do with business, right? right. But yet we have these core wounds that we're carrying around mm. that are blocking us from mm. receiving. And if you want to grow your business, if you want to make more money, that's receiving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can. We got to create alignment in what we put out there to sell, right? But in order for someone to pay you, you've got to be able and open to receive. And, and most of the time, it, it actually doesn't have to do with money. And when we're just focusing on money affirmations or money, money um, 
journaling, then you don't get there, right? Or maybe you're like, you see it. Oh, I see. But like breathwork, what it really does is it takes it, that acknowledgement and that seeing it, it takes it deeper and deeper and deeper so we can actually heal it in a, on a body level, which is where we house it. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's really cool. And I love how the bit that your business model and the programs really are helping each other and it's really serving the client in those areas because yeah, like I, I understand that some people are like just business coach, just life, just life coach, just the marketing expert. Like that makes sense. Yeah. But we don't realize that when we actually find the support in the area that we need it, how much it opens up the other pieces of our life. Right. Relationships. How right. so much right. starts to change. Right. At so many things. And that's what I, what I always say. And I, I've been a business strategist for three years before I, I really started incorporating breathwork. I taught the strategies. I had the programs that were the how to's of this is how you do it. Right. I know all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But my, my magic is being able to help you access the strategy because like you go online and you see, a hundred different strategies to grow your business. Right. And guess what? They all work or else people wouldn't be talking about them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that can be really overwhelming as a business owner. Right. And so eating too, sometimes when it's not working for you. Right. And I, you know, I was just talking about this earlier. It's like, you could literally sign up for a program. That's about business strategy. Say it's like, growing your email list or whatever, Ooh. something very like doop, 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 strategy, strategy. Very direct, yeah. And you create the thing and you put it out. You literally check off all the boxes. I did all the work. I did all the stuff, right? If you don't do all this alignment work yeah. and receiving work and all the things I've been talking about, right? might not work for you, even though you did the things, right? Or I always say there's a cap. So maybe it works, but it's like, there's a cap to it, right? Right, like I believe- So far. Yeah, like I believe, you know, all my success, obviously I was successful. Like Mm -hmm. I had clients and I had plenty of money that we need, we could live on, right? But I I look back, I'm like, oh, I was totally capped. Like that's all I was going to do. That's still successful. That was still great. Mm -hmm. But in the the grand scheme of life, like so much more is available. Right. And so what I do is I help you access whatever that is. Yes. That's either bringing you into the strategy of like, oh, okay. I want to like launch this group program. And then maybe that, maybe there are some questions of like, okay, how do I do that? Right. But I don't start with, you need to do this program. You need to launch it this way and then backtrack. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh And so this work gives you the path. Like I really feel like it reveals the path that all you have to do is like, take that next step. Okay. And then ask the questions. Okay. I'm on this first step. All right. I know I want to launch my coaching business and I know that I want to coach these type of people. Okay. Now what's my next step, 
right? Okay. Is that visibility? Is that like whatever that is, right? Like, you know, being able to reveal that next step to you and, and being able to ask the questions. Yeah that are the strategy based stuff. Cause we have to have strategy. Like I'm not over here being like, no, no, no. Breath work is the only thing. And then you're just going to make a million dollars. Right. Like that's not it. <laughs> that's literally what I wrote. So I, not the same, but like I went through the business strategy side of things for so many years and I can bust out strategy, give you the plan. And it's a good plan. It's yeah. a great strategy and it's definitely going to work. And it, it might take you a little bit, but like I've shifted gears a lot recently Yeah. to focus in more on like the you of yeah. it all because it makes a difference and maximizing yeah. your potential and finding that purpose and that inner knowing of like what you're supposed to be doing and matching the strategy to it. It's yes. like total game changer, you know, oh like my gosh. it makes such a difference. And I literally wrote on my website, like, I'm not just a coach or just a strategist or just a manifester of like the million dollar life, you know, living on Bali and yeah. <laughs> like, that's, it's all great, right? There's nothing wrong with those things, but I truly am going to help you find out what is your big dream, yeah. create the strategy to help you get there and then coach and walk through this with you because that's what, that's what we all need. Yeah. We all need that experience with a group, with a coach, with a mentor. We can't do this alone. Right. And, and, and speaking from, you know, our experience, right. The, the, the whole power, I've told you my story and they know your story and you're just, you know, you've been doing this for so long and then you, it looks like this way, like you get to learn from us <laughs> like, so that we don't have to do the backtracking. Okay. Now where's, what's my soul saying? What's my, okay. Yeah. You course correct along the way when you're doing, that's why I talk about compounded consistency so much of really, um, doing this work continuously. Like I do a lot of free events and they're really good and people get amazing results and they love them and they show up and they're like, this is the best thing in the world. And then some sign up for my programs, which is awesome. And then some don't. Right. And what I'm seeing is the people who sign up for my programs, not only do they get the results faster, but they're, they're doing the work, right? Like they're actually keeping up with the work, which is what leads them to the results. It's because this work works and if you just continue to work it yeah, and do it, even when, like I was just talking about this earlier too, like even when you don't think you need it, right? Yeah. I do breath work every single morning. Am I every single morning dealing with an armor of smallness where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just feel right. so down and bad. And no, some mornings I'm like, oh gosh, something's coming up today. Uh -huh. Right. But I, I, it's not every single morning where I need to heal something or right. And that's why I love the way that I create money breath work is that it's about healing, but it's also about expansion. And then once again, we've talked about this, like safety, right? Like being yeah. able to be safe in the healing and in the expansion at the same time. Right. I have clients that go through really, really tough things and they use breath work to deal with those things and not let it, pull them out of this happens a lot to entrepreneurs is when you get pulled out of your business when it's really something that you want i'm not saying like something terrible happens to you like you got to be working all the time right? right like that's not what i'm saying but something derails us 
and we let it derail us for a lot longer than we would like. And then we try to jump back in and we've lost all the momentum. And so the way that I set up breathwork and money breathwork is that it gives you what you need to heal, to process, to feel feelings, to deal with your stuff. I don't, I am not a compartmentalizer. I'm not a, a person who by spiritual bypassing, like, no, no, feel your stuff, deal with your stuff, let it, and, and you can hold both. You can hold the healing and you can hold expansion, right? And whatever action is taken, wants to be taken after that, right? That's so good. And this is your event, right? Money breath work. Yeah. So I have, I have a, um, a free program called yeah. money breath work. Yeah. And so that takes you through, um, just what it, it is, what's inside, like what it, what it looks like, what my framework is, how kind of what I was just talking about here. Um, and then of course gives you, uh, the experience with the different types of breaths, um, and the different kind of experiences that I have within my program. So that's, yeah, that's a really great place to start. If you're looking for, if you're like, oh, this sounds really cool, right? right? I'd I'd love to learn more. That's my money breathwork program. Yeah. Awesome. So this is actually going to be in the show notes. So anyone listening, you you can, you're invited to come. I'm going to definitely sign up. I have heard of breathwork before. I've done breathwork, you know, like I understand the the concept behind it, but I'm not consistent with things like that. So I'd love to participate. And um, yeah, so that's going to be in the show notes as well as like your website and where else we can connect with you. But I feel like just hearing about all of this and learning about it, it's definitely something that we should at least check out. Yeah, you know, right, exactly. And it's and you know, I, I think that if you're in a space where like, kind of like where I was, right? Like, I know, like, you're not quite getting the results that you want. You're, you're, you're moving forward. Maybe you're moving forward slower, or maybe you feel like you're stuck or you're taking steps backwards. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to hurt you to try something new. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like to kind of like, not, I I want to say jolt your system because breathwork kind of jolts your system because it's mm. very different than if you were to try a new journal prompt, right? Um, but it is a whole new way of being. And so if, if you're in a space where you're like, okay, if you're open to trying something new and, and you look and you go look at my website, if you go to the business expansion experience page, which is alzonercaprice.com slash experience, um, you will see a lot of testimonials of people Mm. saying like, this is what came through for me. This was my breakthrough. This is right. And if you just uh, like, look at that, that that's already going to raise your vibration to say, look what's possible for me. This is why people put testimonials on their pages, right? Because it's not just about saying like, Oh my gosh, look how cool I am. It's like, look, this is possible for you. Yeah. And like, like if you get out of your comfort zone, if you allow Mm -hmm. yourself to try something new and to, to go all in on something, I, I, I say like, Breathwork is not something you're, you know, it'll help you if you dabble in it, right? But if you go all in on it, meaning you just go do some every day, I have short breathworks, I have long breathworks, I have all the 
the whole gamut, right? That if you only have 15 minutes a day, I got a breath work for that, right? Like multiple, right? For different things. And if you can do 40 minutes, oh, I got an amazing one for you too, mm-hmm. right? But if you just commit to saying, you know what? That sounds really good. I know I've got a lot of stuff that I'm ready to let go of. Like, okay, Alessandra, like, I'm going to buckle up and I'm going to trust you. Right. Mm. And, and that's what, I mean, a lot of people will come into my world and, and never have never seen me before. Mm. And they're like, okay, Alessandra, I'm going to trust you. I don't take that lightly. I'll tell you that right now. Like I'm like, right. And, and, and this is a very vulnerable thing. Like it brings up a lot of stuff. And I always say, you know, I am a therapist. I am trauma informed. I can hold this space. Like, cause trauma does come up a lot. You know, if, if, um, if that's something you hold, if that's something you have, um, it's going to come up and we're going to be able to hold it and heal it and, and expand through it, you know? And so that's just kind of my little two cents on, you know, being able to, to see what's possible for you, um, with a modality that's probably different than anything that you've ever really done before, or, or you, it's never been a should, and I'm not yeah. going to should you on breath work, of course, but why not try it? You know? Yeah. Well, I'll be there. So if you're listening, um, I highly encourage you to go to the show notes, check out Alessandra's website, follow her on social, say hello, and sign up with me. Let's do this together and see where it takes us. I love it. Ah, (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. This was so fun. I think I could talk to you all day. Your energy, just everything is so fun and and big and vibrant. And I love it. I feel everything that's coming across from you is so real and honest and loving that we're here. Oh, I'm so glad I'm here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. We'll see you all next time. All right. Bye.